the convention that has left its bloody mark on the East Coast is finally making its way to the West. The Days of the Dead Horror Convention is making its way to Los Angeles for the very first time. Taking place at the LA Convention Center April 5th, 6th, and the 7th. For further information, go to daysofthedead.com. Horror icons will be present. Horror panels will be planned. Props, merchandise, uh, vendors, the whole shebang. Let your horror freak flag fly. We're only a few days away, and we here at Nowhere California would like to thank everybody that participated in the passes giveaway. Can't wait to see everybody April 7th at the Days of the Dead convention. If you're still interested in going, check out daysofthedead.net and get your tickets fast. It's going to be an insane, crazy three days in L.A. This is Draven. This is Pilot Theodore Logan. And welcome to Two March and a Chick. Strange things are afoot on this podcast. And this is Holly, and you can check us out on iTunes. Uh, it's a wrestling podcast. At, uh, uh, look for Two Marks and a Chick. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's Two Marks and a Chick, as in the, the number two that I just did in my... <laughs> so, uh... That's a Facebook. Facebook. Shut up. It's Facebook.com slash two marks in a chick. It's the number two as you two shut up. You know what? I have the more important thing to say. We do not sound like that. That is awful. Holy crap. Well, we sound a little bit like that. I just clean my voice up whenever we're online or anything. Yeah. Oh, God, this traffic sucks. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, well, at least we got the gas like we needed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we would have been here uh, a whole lot sooner if you tanked up in the first place! Wow. I guess that payday did not help. No, no! I didn't want a goddamn payday! I wanted a motherfucking watch in my car! I didn't think you were serious. I didn't know there was a candy bar called Whatchamacallit. I thought you were just trying to figure out which candy bar you wanted. No, goddammit! You don't remember the commercial? Chocolatey chocolate. Whatchamacallit! That's how it goes! Yeah, you... Plug the show, motherfucker! Yes, sir. Okay. I get real pissed when I'm hungry! <laughs> yeah. That's the reason you've gone through so many dogs in your life. Fuck off! Anyways, if you want to hit us up by our Facebook, hit us up at facebook.com slash California. Or you can hit us up on our email address at nowhere underscore California at yahoo.com or pill. If you want to shoot us a twit at our Twitter, because we can read our Twitters on in the car. Did you say shoot us a twit? That's your joke. I love that. You can find us at nowhere underscore podcast. We're on the road to Days of the Dead, so hopefully in this upcoming months with May, we'll have a lot of surprises for you. Shoot us a tweet on your Twitter. Uh, do you think we have time to uh, go off the 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 route for a uh, quick uh, roadside attraction? Oh, God damn. Oh, the world's biggest douche. Oh, is it in the ball? Yeah, it was around here. Oh, sweet! This is Josh. This is Phil. And this is episode 37 of Nowhere, California. 37 in a row. Yep. See all you kind of stuff down that know the joke. Yep. Another year older, another year wiser. Well, at least in your case, it's just another year older, isn't it? Hey, fuck off, dude. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yes, my birthday is coming around the corner. Yes, yes. The big 3-1. Yep. Welcome to the club. Yes, thank you. And we'll be in L.A. during that time, too. Yes, we will. Yep. For the days of the dead. Yep. Really looking forward to that con. Oh, I can't wait for that thing, man. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, after that warm uh, cuddly uh, sentiment about my upcoming anniversary of my birth. Um, I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but I gave you shit on your birthday. So uh, yeah, yeah. Let's turn it out. Turn and, about. Uh, just to give everybody enough, the uh, call for caption will soon be finished soon. Please. <laughs> give us about five more years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyways, another news uh, kind of in the... Uh, sci-fi vein? Uh, sci-fi mindfuck movie vein. No, all right. <laughs> yeah, there's a new movie that's kind of in production now, kind of rumored, uh, called Interstellar, which it's kind of cool. It's uh, dealing with the theories and exploration into the thought, uh, the theories, like I said, of physicist Kip Thorne's ideas behind gravity fields, wormholes, and other hypotheses that Albert Einstein was never able to prove. Wait a minute, hold the phone. Uh, who's the director? Christopher Nolan. Oh, oh, you know what, that, you know what, it seems like it's going to be a cool movie. Well, you know, you know, it sounds promising, Josh, but you know what, it'll probably just be a bunch of horn noises, a bunch of uh, foreign people giving out exposition that nobody can understand, and uh, uh, probably, uh, you know what, it, it'll probably just wind up being a dream. Uh, dude, one, uh, what's your deal with foreign people? And also, too, what's your problem? <laughs> Dude, what is your problem? I, you know what? I think I know what it is. I think the taste in your mouth is going to be very, very sour. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you're uh, really, really busy licking the asshole of the man that raped the Dark Knight, so, you know, it's got to be really, really, really bitter. Dude, you're talking about bitter. You seem a little bitter there, man. At least the one I'm licking the ass of, I'm doing air quotes, I know, for a podcast. Right. At least he was nominated for an Oscar. Not and unlike the guy that you have a freaking boner for, nominated for a Blockbuster Entertainment Award and lost for Batman and Robin as Mr. Freeze. All right, you know what? You slammed the tournament for the last time, you dick licking son of You know what? And you're probably jealous of that maybe because she got to take a ride on Junior. Oh, you motherfucking cocksucking shit! We got shit for running shit on her now! He's his bitch. Oh, 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 it's on now, you little bitch! Experiencing technical difficulties. Schwarzenegger blows. <laughs> Fuck you! Okay, well. Alright. Let's get to the main uh, meat of this matter. Alright. For episode 37. Ow. Okay. Let's uh, move on. Well, I, when we were trying to figure out what to do for this episode, I kind of didn't have a clue. And then I caught, I finally got my hands onto the. Roger Rabbit Blu-ray. Oh yeah, the Blu-ray, yeah. and they re- revealed something I was I was kind of wondering for most of my life because this kind of reveals how much of a weirdo I was as a kid. <laughs> right. Well, well, that, what's up? That, that, that scene of Roger Rabbit where Eddie comes out of the bathroom putting on his tie and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. And no shirt and everything. And oh, and it's he, the famous slayer, the the boob touching the Jessica Rabbit scene yeah. between Eddie. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to be on the same wave, wave, wavelength. He's here. coming out of the bathroom and they do the flush. And I'm like. That doesn't seem right. Who 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 doesn't wear a shirt when they're going to the bathroom? Oh, yeah, but well, well you you know there's a deleted scene, right? Yeah, now I do. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. Well, but well, what happened in the deleted scene? Well, I, as we're going to talk more about in this episode, it was a plot hole to me. 
Uh, wait, the deleted scene? Or the, it the, was the, kind of a puddle. The flush? Is yeah. it wow? Well, yeah. Okay, okay. Because there is more to it. All right, well, yeah. well, well, well okay, well. Well, there's the deleted scene because there's the scene where the weasels take him off to Toontown. Right, right. Eddie right. Valiant breaks into the office. There's a little another scene with uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd and him. Yeah. Very, actually, not just the deleted scene, but very long. Yeah, very, scene. it was a good sequence and everything. And even, like, uh, Zemeckis was talking about in the commentary for it, mm-hmm. saying, I, I wanted to keep this scene. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I believe it even made the trailer, which really yeah. threw me off. Because I knew there was a pig-headed scene. Yeah. Uh, you know, when it was a cartoon, you know, uh, when, when I saw the trailer for it. Yeah. But, but okay, it's okay, a long story short. It, gets, it shows the deleted scene where it shows the, the whole sequence getting the pig-head and then running yeah. home and taking the turpentine. Yeah. The, 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 little, the little plot thing about, you know, the chemical for dip yeah. is how he washes the tune yeah. off Well, himself. taking it off of anything is turpentine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was, that was the whole joke. That was yeah, exactly. And then it goes into the sequence with him talking to Jessica in the office. Now. Oh, okay. So you're confused at the fact that he uh, that there's a flush and he comes out. Yeah. With well, me. Th- when I was little, I was just like, well, I don't take my shirt off when I go poo. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't do that naturally anyway. But okay, you just got out of the shower. Yeah. Okay. You know, you've. Dump turpentine on yourself to get this pig head off you. Yeah. All right. You came out. You've had an exhausted day. How do you know? You know. You're already naked. How do you know he didn't have to dump ass? You know. How do you know that a log wasn't brewing? That, that's a good point and everything, but the whole fact of the matter is he's coming out of the bathroom and putting on the tie. Well, dude, you I thought put the shirt on first and then took the tie on. Unless if he's like, I'm going to dance around my office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what Eddie Valiant is into. I mean, you get into the thing. I mean, for all we know, he could be... Uh, now, look, maybe he doesn't know how to dress because he doesn't used to wear suits because he used to be a cop. But he also he was an alcoholic, so he could have been shit-faced, too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, there's, there's factors to consider here. He yeah. could be shit-faced, or better yet... Oh, what if he's one of those people that, okay, I'm going to put my tie on, then I'm going to put my shirt on, and I'm going to button from the top to bottom. I mean, he, well, you don't know his habits. Well, he has our logic and everything, okay. Well, I'm not exactly but, throwing logic, but, you know, well, I don't think it's anything that it's a big enough, I don't think it's a big enough plot hole to drive a truck through. Well, no, of course not. I was little when I was I, like, I, I understand it. It's just like, it's, this is a 10-year-old watching this going, that's kind of weird. That's weird. Why is he taking his shirt off? But you know he's got his shirt off because he jumped out of the shower. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. if you don't know about the deleted scene, yeah, you're going to wonder about it. Well, it was back in the day when deleted scenes were they, they, deleted. Yes, they were. <laughs> ah, I remember when they premiered that deleted scene. Yeah. It was a big deal. It was premiering on TV. They're like, oh, yeah, never before seen scenes. And I'm like, well, it's just one long, continuous scene. Yeah. But that was a big deal uh, when it premiered on uh, ABC. Kind of the, going back to the subject of the matter of the plot hole. Oh, you know, God, he yeah. said th- That one wasn't exactly a huge plot hole. No, really, there are it was a porno gaping asshole. Yeah, there, there are big ones out there, and that's the one. And, that but also, not really a plot hole, but just something I found pretty cool. Well, about. really, because yeah. it could be a plot hole. Yeah, well, technically, if you look at it the right way, it was a plot hole. But also, too, one of the things I found pretty cool about the DVD was watching the production yeah. diaries and everything where they're showing behind the scenes and everything. Oh, those are always and, and it's been forever since I really have seen Bob Hoskins talk. Oh, yeah. yeah! And then he's talking in these things with that thick freaking British, British accent. accent. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I forgot. I heard I heard that. I heard him do British. I'm like, oh, he's not from Brooklyn? Yeah. I mean, he does Brooklyn so well, which uh, brings me up to what I uh, my, one of the plot hole movies that I'm talking about is uh, Super Mario Brothers. Which oh, also yes. says Bob Hopkins and that famous Brooklyn... Brooklyn yeah. Grove that he pulls. And the thing is, the movie, 
was well cast. Oh yeah, and uh, just like that, well written. No, no, by three writers, dude. Three writers wrote that. They could okay. pull that one out of their ass. Yeah, I think they probably literally did, and it's the unfortunate uh, uh, thing with. Um, you know, Bob Hoskins, he says it's the one thing he regrets in his career. And well, the thing is... Um, Him and Del Murray should talk. Uh, they, they probably <laughs> should, I guess. It's like, oh, I hated this. Oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah, he's retired now, right? Bill Bob Hoskins? I, so. I think he does some British movies, though. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, but I think he's... Uh, I, I think uh, like he's his, done. his health is deteriorating or yeah, something like that. He may come back for the long... Oh, the legend, Robert, Roger Rabbit 2, but also to Zemeckis... I said the last time he talked about Roger Rabbit 2, it'd be kind of in the vein of Polar Express. and Oh, yeah, with that uh, red-eyed animation. And, yeah, uh, because he'd, he'd figure uh, Eddie would be heading into Toontown. You know, oh, that would be fun. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. And if uh, Bob uh, Hopkins uh, comes back to voice, that'd be great. Oh, that's another thing. What's that? In the deleted scenes and like behind-the-scenes oh, stuff. Oh, go ahead. I don't remember who was really nominated for Best Actor back in 88 when Roger Rabbit came out. Right. But Bob Hoskins was robbed. He was because they showed like oh. these pr- these uh, production uh, footage things mm-hmm. with him in front of like the earliest earliest stages of the book. Oh yeah, yeah. Doing his, the tumbling and doing the all the stunts and everything. I was like, he, he was not a big dude to be doing that. No, he went through hell in this movie. Yeah. Uh, playing you know uh, the dried up detective and stuff like that. And the thing is, he he really encompassed that. You yeah. believed it. And it really had the Casablanca-like feel to it, which I think is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen who's, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, get a pulse. I highly recommend it. It's, it's one of the greatest. Movie. I think it's one of the greatest movies of all time I have ever seen, and yeah. it's way ahead of its time in the terms of uh, you know crossing animation with well, live action. Time. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cool World like tried to do that, but you know it looks like shit. Yeah. But everything Roger you know, worked. Roger Rabbit. You believe that the characters oh, yeah. are there. You believe that they're just real. And yeah. it just, it sells it. Uh, uh, that, oh, no, no, no. From, from Bob it. Haskins' greatest accomplishments. Uh, to to a failure. But it's he, not his failure. He, he admits it, though. He, you know what? The thing is, he's the best part of that movie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, of Super Mario Brothers. And like uh, Doug had said, it's a guilty pleasure. I enjoy watching this movie. Sure. But there are, you know, I will watch it any day. Yeah, but there there are problems. The thing is, why is the concept so hard? I mean, you got three writers. It's based on a video game. The concept yeah. is okay. Plumber gets sucked into this magical kingdom, and he has to save the princess. Simple concept, right? Very simple. Very simple. Why do they overcomplicate it? Why why do they have to overcomplicate it? People like shiny things, supposedly. Well, <laughs> this wasn't shiny. Dude. It was this, stinky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it wasn't even a polished turd. Yeah. But I still watch it every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every chance I get. Um, it, it, and they, uh, they're dealing with dinosaurs. Now, I understand Super Mario World at the time was, uh, you know, they were on this new, like, dinosaur island. Yeah. And they were, you know, riding Yoshi and stuff like that. Yeah. Yoshi makes an appearance in the movie, but, of course, he's not rideable. Yeah, he's yeah. He's a little dinosaur, but he does do that tongue thing. And I didn't remember clapping. Yeah. When he did that, only to see him get stabbed. He survives if you haven't bothered seeing the movie. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> uh, you know, so like, oh, no, look at all this dude, Yoshi. No, no, Yoshi's, Yoshi's fine. He does his little tongue thing. But, yeah. Uh, and some of the visual effects, uh, like uh, Dennis Hopper doing the, the lizard shit. Oh, yeah. There are some scenes that are actually pretty uh, uh, pretty intense. And also, if you've ever seen the trailer, I've watched the trailer on YouTube. I'm like, you know what? This looks awesome. It looks yeah. like, uh, what is it, uh, Super Mario Brothers on steroids. 
But it, it and is some only, mushrooms. Uh, you know, <laughs> I guess they were on mushrooms when they came up with the script. And we're not talking about the one-up ones. You know, you cannot tell <laughs> me that you know even Miyamoto himself wasn't uh, involved in mushrooms when he came up with the concept. Yeah, that's I mean, true. You eat mushrooms, you get bigger. You <laughs> eat a eat a flower, you can now light things on fire. Yeah. Um, and well, Tanuki suit was Super Mario Brothers three, but you know, yeah. um, you go skin an animal. And but this is this is where my standpoint is on it. I mean, the, the, it wasn't his fault. You know, the, uh, on the fungus. If you're gonna take over a kingdom, what what, what Koopa does? He. He has this thing called the de-evolution chamber. Yeah. And instead of killing the king, he killed the mother. I mean, by accident, it was like a cave-in. Yeah. But instead of killing the father, he turns him into fungus. Oh. He de-evolves him into fungus. And I'm like, in order to take, uh, you know, take over an empire, don't you not want the guy, you know... Oh, all, Yeah, <laughs> and all over the city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why would you do that? You've given the Mario Brothers a advantage. Granted, you don't know the fuck the Mario. Yeah, big plot. Oh, why the fuck would you do this? Why not just I don't know, take one of your flaming guns that they use and blow the king's fucking head off? Why, why fire? Yeah, why? Why do the de-evolution chamber? But devolving was a big part of this movie. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but the plot hole is... Yeah, they explain like, the dinosaurs. Yeah, there's, there's, there, there's a lot more in this uh, vein that I'll be talking about. Uh, but, you know, that's Super Mario Brothers, like, the plot hole of just, like, why can't it be like the video game? We had the tech that a lot... A big budget was thrown at this movie. Uh, you know, money was thrown at it. And you could tell money was thrown at it, yeah. but just, it wasn't thrown enough to the writers. Yeah, and it, shit. It, fell, it fell short. You there's know, a lot of, like, plot holes in there. Oh yeah, there, yeah there that, is, there's a whole episode on that. Oh, there, there is a matter of itself, and I'm just giving a small sample. We will probably cover, uh, uh, you know, we'll cover Super Mario Brothers in greater detail uh, later, and maybe we'll bring Doug in. Yeah, but um, maybe make that a why not more yeah, more of a why. Why, <laughs> why not? Yeah, it's more but, but I'll be on that. But what are your thoughts on? I mean, that's the, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you on the. Yeah. The Mario thing. There's so many things they could have done with that movie, but then also to the concepts that they did bring from the video game mm-hmm. that kind of got lost in the filter. Oh yeah, like like you said, the de evolution chamber and everything. The why not kill the father and everything, and yeah. then also to the the jumping. Oh shoes. yeah, yeah, the jumping shoes. I guess I, I thought the big part part of the uh, Mario Brothers was not that he jumped high. Yeah, was that he. Would get bigger, yeah, exactly, and you know, throw fireballs. But yeah. no, they they concentrate on the jumping aspect. Yeah, it's like nothing's cooler than jumping. They call them the stompers. Yeah, because exactly. he would stomp on good. But it's like, uh, what? Yeah. I mean, the shoes are awesome. Yeah, and they had flamethrowers, if I remember correctly. Right? Yeah, flame guns and Devo guns, yeah. Devolution guns, yeah. which look like the Super Scope Six. Yeah, for the Super Nintendo. That was those are nice little nods. Those are cool. But also too, that's kind of the thing. They did the de-evolution guns. Why have that so prominent in there? Like you said, yeah. when there's no de-evolution involved in any of the games. Right. There is none of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> yeah, there's, like you said, there's a lot of stuff you can go in with Mario, but the the fungus, like not killing the dad and letting yeah. him just grow throughout the city. Oh, I love the line. Like, yeah. Why do like, I do that? You know, yeah. trust trust the fungus. Yeah. That was that was a line they were trying to sell. Yeah. I think they wanted trust to put, I think they wanted to put it on T-shirts. And also, too, you're not supposed to trust the the fungus in Mario, the fungi. 
No, no. Uh, well, uh, the shy guys. Shy, shy guys. guys were number two. Yeah, those, but, those dudes were prints. Yeah, they were. Yeah, you don't want to do that. And I think, uh, oh yeah, the and Lost Levels introduced a poison mushroom. Yeah. So, <laughs> but also too, we're not. Why trust Toad? Because. He's a little bitch in the games anyway. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, my yeah. mercy's in the castle. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> well, you could have told me that. You could have told me which castle, 20 castles a good dipshit. Yeah. And believe it or not, a little fun trivia. This is the this is the movie. This movie introduced Princess Daisy yes. as a character. So if there is a new point to this movie. Yeah. It, it gave Luigi a love interest, but where the fuck is Peach or Toadstool? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Am I supposed to believe... That the Brooklyn, the, the, the one that Bob Hoskins dating, that that's fucking Peach? Yeah. I don't believe that. But also, it kind of tells you, we kind of talked about it with the, the oh, Catwoman yeah. uh, superhero movie in the, yeah. the recent episode where it's two made-up characters did not decide to show up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cabal and Striker. Yeah. Well, no, for uh, Mario. Oh, for Mario, yeah, right. Peach and Toad decided, you know what, we're not going to be a part of this movie. Yeah, no, we're not. We're, yeah. we're not real, but fuck this. See, uh, yeah. Yeah, they turned Toad into... Uh, Actually, Toad is in there. He turned in, they turned him into a Goomba. Yeah. Yeah, and he was a, uh, a country musician or something. Yeah, some weird like, What? And he doesn't even resemble the one in the game, of course. Exactly. They don't resemble their characters until the very end. So. Honestly, with Toad, they could have called a Penson going, Hey, make us a Toad. Yeah, make us a Toad. I would have sold that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, the plot to the uh, Nintendo 64 game, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's... Uh, it's uh, Mario's birthday and Peach is baking him a cake. Oh shit, she gets captured. That would have been a better plot yeah, exactly. than what they came up with. It's yeah. like, a plumber and his brother, they get sucked into another dimension. Okay, you got that right. Now, now go farther. Yeah, go further. Okay, so they just. Play the game a couple more times. Yeah, they just dropped the ball. Go talk to your 10 year old. There we go. Um, so yeah, my next plot okay. is another kind of small one. Oh, no, okay. Um, kind of like the Roger Rabbit. Uh, oh, you know, small. Well, well, I mean, yeah. A plot hole's a plot hole. Plot hole's a plot hole. As long as you're sitting there going, huh? Yeah. It's a plot hole. And besides, plot holes can get bigger, you know, they kind of like a, bl- a black hole. Yeah. If, especially if you concentrate too much on it, yeah. it'll then suck all the logic out of the movie. But also just drive you nuts, like, why did it do that? Yeah, you just keep going back to it. So what, what's the This thing? is kind of a basic one. In Karate Kid, the big uh, end tournament. Right. Where the big role was, you don't kick in the face. Oh, that's right. And what does he do at the very end? What Daniel does, he does the little crank kick thing. He kicks him through right the in the face. Shouldn't that have been automatic disqualification? That would have been the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you, 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 you disqualified Daniel said, I don't care. I could kick him in the face. Oh, or he <laughs> had him kick him in the face, get disqualified, and then Mr. Miyagi's like, damn right. You know, there was some, <laughs> uh, some guys, uh, I think, on Film Sack, yeah. which is another podcast, um, they uh, they talk about uh, they talked about how they loved how the bad guys like oh we're gonna put you in the body bag oh yeah hey we got you we got measured you do for a body bag oh, oh body bags on sale oh and then you know the guy gets kicked in the face going wow Daniel for kicking me in the face I respect you now oh exactly I love the reverse of character it'd be like getting back up like you fucker you kicked me in the face like, you just knocked my fucking tooth out dude I'm gonna wait for you in the parking lot yeah, yeah exactly it's like dude. Dude, you don't do that. I know I broke your leg, but shit, you just kicked me right in the fucking face. You killed me. <laughs> so that, that's my second plot hole. Well, uh, I like the little plot hole of you know Mr. Miyagi. I, I know it's funny. It's actually not not a, not a thing. I think it's maybe a silly trope or something like that where uh, Miyagi. You know, he's trying to catch the, uh, you know, the chopstick. The, 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 the flies with the chopstick. The flies with the chopstick, and he has that really good thing of wisdom going, man, who can catch. Uh, it's kind of like a Confucius saying, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Makes the Fatal Honda, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, uh, yeah, man who can catch fly with chopstick accomplish anything. And Daniel's, you know, does it, you know, one. Yeah. He goes, hey, I did it. Uh, you'll begin a lock. <laughs> Love that line. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, for, for all its tropey nature, I, I think it was great. Oh, yeah. It's a awesome movie. <laughs> it is. It and is. then they had to remake it with Will's kid. You know, the thing is, I actually enjoyed the remake. Uh, yeah. What about you? It was good. The thing is, I did find, um, now, uh, like I said, this is, you know, in the terms of plot, like, it could kind of extend to this movie, uh, you know, the remake. Uh, you know, they, they, they have that little part where he, I like the part where he swatted the fly and then yeah. took the chopstick with it. It's like, hey, look at that! Yeah. That was clever. Yeah. Um, Jackie Chan's uh, defending him and stuff like that was really good. Um, the teachings were great. Oh, yeah. And uh, you actually got a little semblance of, you know what, they really did need each other. You know, like the... Um, the student needed the teacher just as much as the teacher needed the student. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it 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 was uh, it was a nice, well balanced thing. I I think that's what um, other than the fact that it's called the Karate Kid, not the Kung Fu Kid. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, uh, they they did uh, what they could right because it could be its own movie. It doesn't take away really from the original. Oh, yeah, just uh, what I enjoy. Not not getting off topic. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Anyway, we'll stay on topic. Oh no, we actually are because you know it's like you know. The, the, the plot holes, it was like, well, the kid's magically, you know, um, the kid in the original uh, Credit yeah. Kid, like I said, they just magically respect him because he kicks him in the face. Yeah. That is a big plot. Well, that, well, right. well it's like I said in everything, too, that he kicks him in the face. Everybody should have been like, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, well, uh, did he just, he just kicked up? Oh, sorry, Daniel, son. Uh. And I guess another thing to point out with a like, kind of dis- disbelievement of it or disillusionment, mm-hmm. he's standing there doing the crane stance. For a couple of moments there. Yeah, he yeah. does. Guy could have been like, what are you going to sweep him? <laughs> you know, they did that in uh, Robot Chicken. Yeah. And the guy's doing the crane, he goes, you know what, fuck this. And he does like a Hadouken and yeah. burns him. Yeah. I like that. Uh, but he's like, yeah, what, like, what the fuck is that? Now, is that disqualification of Hadouken? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> he, he just shot him on fire. I think he just wanted to sit down tournament. Yeah, there, 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 there you go. I, th- I, th- I think Daniel Sam kicking him in the face is well balanced. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you fucking kick him. I have a Duke in your ass. No. Yeah. But every other, every other competitor is just like, um, yeah. no. I, I, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not getting marked. <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, every other thing's going, I'm not going to face this motherfucker. Yeah. I could fucking Hadouken. Um, uh, the other aspect of the uh, remake, you know, the thing is, uh, they were dealing with younger, a younger cast. Yeah, I think the kids were the kids were like ten years old or something. Oh yeah, like that. It was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, that was the big thing they yeah. wanted to do. And they were pushing, in the first one, they were pushing twenty-year-olds passing as eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. this is fine. That's well, that the eighties for you. That is the eighties for you. But I found the ten-year-old kid much more menacing and much more frightening than the blonde-haired bully. Well, have you seen old kids today? Well, they they're are, creepy old bastards. They, they could be a little creepy and annoying bastards, yeah. Yeah. No, they they they, okay. they can be. They are. They, they are. Well, they are. <laughs> Flat out, they are. Yeah. But the plot holes kind of wound up in that one because you can actually understand. Oh well, there's both an deleted scene of the. <laughs> once again, a deleted scene is entire. God bless the deleted scene. Yeah, exactly. Did you know in the deleted scene, the teacher and Jackie Chan actually duke it out? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. In the deleted scene of uh, The Karate Kid, yeah. uh, <clears throat> uh, Jackie Chan in the ba- in the bad instructor, you know, he's yeah. about to, you know, smack one of his pupils. Yeah. But no, Jackie Chan steps in, and just like uh, the sequel of Karate Kid, uh, they have a real good fight between the two of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, in subtitled, you know, uh, Jackie Chan's about to, you know, you know, he, 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 he wins him over, he goes, he goes, 
yeah, a true warrior shows no compassion. A true warrior shows no mercy. And he's about to do it in Daniel, uh, not Daniel's son, but uh, uh, Will Smith's Smith. son. Yeah. Jaden Smith stops him. Yeah. Now, I uh, I thought that was a real good scene. I enjoyed yeah. it because, you know, that uh, that uh, that teacher really needed to have his ass handed to yeah. him. And it did. But you know what? If Jackie Chan and that fight actually happened, it would have taken from Jaden Smith's victory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they wanted it to be subtle. It's just like... Uh, like I said, the, the plot hole is tied up. After they defeat, defeat him, they realize that they don't walk up to, to uh, Jaden Smith and bow. I mean, granted, yeah. they do have a respect for him, but they have a respect for his teacher. Yeah, exactly. Because he won because of that. And that defeats the bad teacher a lot more subtly than having his ass handed to him. Yeah. I enjoy watching him get his ass kicked. Well, um, my, my explanation on not seeing that scene, I blame Netflix because when I got that from Netflix... I went to go watch the deleted scenes, and of course, it was one of their rare rental copies that pops up with a black screen, like saying, "You wish to see a special feature? Please purchase this movie." Oh, Please. sons of bitches! Telling me to go fuck myself. Yeah, it is. I think you lazy, like, cheap bastard. Yeah, the sad thing is, I think it's on the Blu-ray. I had to go on YouTube to find it. Oh damn! Yeah, there you go. It's actually the deleted scene is on the Blu-ray, so the DVD owners get the, the shaft. Yeah, uh, but it's okay. I. Uh, I got it up. I watched it on YouTube, so fuck you. Yes. So, <laughs> okay, I guess uh, your next plot hole. Oh, my next plot hole? Okay, now, there's there's a theme with these. A lot of them are just, why the hell did they screw up kids' movies? This would have to be the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Oh, yeah, this is the one you brought up when we were kind of uh, spitballing plot holes. Yeah, we were, we were. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is a big one to me, because now, look, it's fine. I've got... <laughs> Fucking come out! I started watching them. Okay, oh, yeah. Dude, well, I've been watching Garfield and Friends. Yeah, you know what? Garfield and Friends is awesome. Yeah. You know, I could just sit down and pick up and watch those any day. Oh, but <laughs> the reason I got into Power Rangers in the first place, there are three. The uh, it is Amy Jo Johnson. Of course. Now that's why I have that's followed. two reasons right there. Yeah, it is exactly the two reasons. Yes. <laughs> one on the left, one on the right. Oh, yeah. But you know, uh, no, she she's just she's just fun to. Fun to watch in her, uh, her her acting infancy, I guess I would call it, because yeah. she's now in Flashpoint. Um, nice. it, uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. She, she, I, I haven't even watched Flashpoint, but it's I, a good show. I yeah, I've, I've caught chunks. My brother, and my mom. Oh yeah, I've caught bits and pieces, yeah. just like everybody else. But I never actually sat down and, and watched the whole show. thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a Canadian show. Yeah, oh, and they just uh, it's kind of this it's kind of syndication rights to CBS. Yeah. I have, now, I, I have enjoyed seeing her grow, and after she left, I, I really lost interest in the series. Yeah. But the, there was a character that kept me still kind of popping in was my favorite character, which was the Blue Ranger, David Yost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah or play, who played Billy. I liked him. You know, he just uh, he was kind of a relatable character, you know, a little dead geek thing. But he, he had, even though he was uh, the stereotypical geek, yeah. a quote mark, um, he had a physique that would make everybody... You know, just kind of, uh, you know, uh, jealous. Yeah. You know, but um, the plot hole that I'm talking about is uh, if you watch seasons one and two, it's fine. You just watch seasons one and two of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and then watch the movie. Oh, it's absolutely fine. It all makes sense of how they got these new ninja powers and stuff like that. Yeah. But then season three picks up and there's no mention of any of the events that happened in the Power Rangers movie. Ah. Yeah. You see, it was fine. Season one, season two, movie. You know, if they ended it there, it would have been fine. But no, the season continued with season three, and they don't have ninja powers. 
They are back to Thunderzord powers. Yeah. yeah, and they're still fighting Rita and uh, Zed, which was left open in the movie. Yeah, which was fine. Okay, so it's business as usual. But why do they have the thunder powers again? So, so it's kind of like um, the the Simpsons did something the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers couldn't do. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's just kind of mind fucked. It's. I, I understand Simpsons doesn't always fall in the best continuity, but you know they're the more on par. This yeah. was kind of a. This was kind of a big whoop. Now, the season opens with the uh, Thunderzords. Yeah. I know. I'm a total dork for you. We're We're hell. I am. I well, am. Actually, so, uh, kind of a side thing. I was talking to this um, dude at work. And yeah. I was trying to find the right um, place to put uh, this Lego Star Wars uh-huh. toy. And I'm like, and he's like, I'm thinking about putting it there, but I, I, I don't know if it's the right one or not. I'm like, well, look at this. This says uh, Wookiee Spaceship. Right. And... The, the one up there says Wookiee Spaceship, and the one on here is Anakin, so you need to put it where Anakin's at. <laughs> Anakin's right there, and he's like, look at me like, like, I have a podcast, I talk about movies all the time, I'm a geek. Yeah, <laughs> it, it gets there. So well, I, I wear my geek flag proud. Yeah, well, so do I. I have no shame, and the thing is, when the movie came out, I enjoyed it, but then, of course, I had to hide it. That I had the fact that I enjoyed it because all my friends went, "Oh wow, what a gay movie!" Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. fucking sucks." Yeah. Now the movie is a guilt, another one of those guilty pleasures. I have, I acknowledge that it's a terrible movie. Yeah. But it's filled with. It's, uh, it's, it's a '90s movie, yeah. but it's filled with '80s cheese. Exactly. Yeah. It's just I'm like, you know what? This movie could have been made in the, uh, uh, you know, the '80s. Uh, it just had that feel to it, you know, a little fun fantasy thing. Oh, and uh, it'll be another movie that I bring up, you know, it's kind of like He-Man. Yeah. Those old fantasy movies oh, that just kind of reminded me of. But, no, I'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, I'll get to that. But back on the Power Rangers uh, thing, they, they start off, they get, in the third season, they get their uh, their Thunderzords uh, destroyed, and then they get their ninja powers. Yeah. But they get the ninja powers again with a whole different route, a whole different story about how they get these powers, because they do not mention the events of the movie. Oh, yeah. Ever. So they get the ninja powers, you know, they get written off and, you know, so on and so forth. In space, blah, 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 blah. However, Turbo, yeah. the second Power Rangers movie, is in continuity of the series. Good for them on that. They learn. Right. Yeah, they learn. So you, you go from Turbo and then uh, Turbo, the Turbo season picks up after that. Yeah. But where the fuck does the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie go? That's a big plow. Yeah, it's a huge plow. You could drive a truck. No, you could drive the Millennium Falcon through that. How's that? Sounds good to me on that. Let, let's have the geek thing fly full circle there. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so you can you can you can you know drive a truck through this plot hole. I I guess I can assume. Okay, I'm going to use geek logic and comic book logic. Okay. The movie took place in Earth 2. Yeah. Or in the Zola world. Yeah, or the multiverse or some yeah. shit. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, the multiverse rangers. <laughs> yeah, the multiverse rangers. Woo! I mean, yeah, it's like, okay, instead of... Uh, we, we, we have a goofy guy in a suit in the series yeah. that gives you ninja powers, but in Earth 2, we go on another planet, and we get uh, we get we we have She-Ra yeah. give us our, our superpowers. Well, I guess I can throw it in like I just... Well, like I said, the Simpsons did something Mighty Morphin Power Rangers kind of do with that. What's that. The Simpsons kept their storyline from the movie into the season by just doing that in the opening sequence. Exactly. But all, also, to not... Uh, keeping my deep... Pride there, but yeah. also that little nagging logic voice in the back of my head. It's a kids' movie. I know. Show. I know it is, and you know what? I can understand that uh, they have a different set. I mean, did you ever think that 
you know, when they first go into the tele, uh, into the, <laughs> because the thing is, they weren't uh, relying on the Sentai footage, you know, yeah. the Japanese footage. This was all original footage oh, yeah. filmed. The movie had a budget. But the first time they teleport into that uh, command center, and it's huge, it's big, it's bigger than the set that they had in the TV series, yeah. right? I expected one of them to go, what the fuck happened? Who the hell was decorated, Alpha? You know? No, <laughs> that bus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when you go back to the series, it's... Uh, it, it's back to the chintzy oh, styrofoam. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, uh, look, our, 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 warning, our alarm is Christmas lights. Yeah, our, our scrub <laughs> is broken. <laughs> Behold the viewing globe. It's a snow globe. <laughs> Behold the viewing globe. Okay. This it, is a lot worse than this, the... This was a whole lot... We had better shit on the movie. Yeah, we did. Uh, was, was the set rented? The, the set that got destroyed and then written. We, we fixed it. You cocked Jesus. Yeah, exactly. So I guess I guess that would be a big blowout to mention those uh, that. And so it's like, well, why do we have a shitty command center? Yeah. You know, our command center was awesome in the movie. Our, our command center in the movie was Toys R Us. Now we're back to Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> or KB. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I love KB. Well, why, why do we have the GoBots back? Yeah, so do, do you have, like, thoughts on this particular No, you, you threw it out there perfectly because it's okay. just... It's, that whole, I think it's more, I think they were thinking about it as a kid's logic, like, oh, the kids won't remember the movie, we'll just throw it Why do they do that? They do that a lot. Kids are stupid. <laughs> I understand it, but I wasn't stupid. I was not thinking I'm not going to notice. The thing is, that's the stuff that I dwell to. It's like, what the fuck happened? I think Kids pay attention to the stuff they love. Well, I'll throw it out here this, okay. to this, too. I think over the time we've done these episodes, uh, 37 of them so far, yeah. we've realized we were strange fuckers when we were kids. We really were. Yeah. We, we were compulsive. We were anal. We were weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, kids can be like, uh, well, like I said, if it's something that they're passionate about, yeah. they can be more anal than anything. Because I, I have a feeling there's going to be people listening to this, and you're talking about that Power Ranger stuff, they're going to be like, motherfucker, you're right! I, I'm hoping they do! Because I, I can't be the only one that feels no. this way. I, I seriously doubt you're the only one. I, no. I'm there with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wasn't the hugest Power Ranger fan. No, no, no I'm not either. I'm more casual, but the thing is, I enjoy the show for what it is. And it you is have the pink costume in your closet. Uh, that, that was only on Wednesdays. Okay, so, you know. <laughs> um, I but, guess, but for, yeah, I guess for my next plot hole. Yeah. Uh, uh, Toy Story. Toy Story. Yeah, the original Toy Story. Actually, all of them, because just... Oh, no, just the original. No, I, okay, okay. Well, what well, 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 exactly the, is the plot hole? The, uh, Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story 1, the original Toy Story, when he yeah. comes, he's like, I'm not a toy, I'm a space ranger. Right. And he freezes any time a person comes in the room. If he's not, if he's not a toy, why does he freeze? Yeah. Well, uh, using using logic, maybe it's something that actually happens. It's rules. Maybe so it's like a possum effect. Yeah. No matter what, he doesn't have control, and he'll just. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, well, everybody else does it when the giants come around. For all I know, how uh, may, maybe maybe it's a toy seizure. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the robot chicken where they broke uh, the guy uh, broke his toy, Andy, like he was in college. Takes his toy and he uh, he turns uh, he t- he drills into Buzz's head and turns him into a bomb. <laughs> and his, his his penis is like the big very bomb. Yeah. Uh, and at the very end, Woody suffocates him. Yeah. Yeah. And pulls a cuckoo's nest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? That's my daddy. That's so fucked up. Okay, I, uh, my, my logic, I think the thing that helped me get past that, because I thought it was kind of weird, too. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, there, there, there are two things. Um, one thing is, you know, they are toys, and they say that they, well, we'll have to break some rules. Maybe there are rules that they just can't break yeah. unless they know they're toys. Yeah. You know, it's just like, okay, we're, we're in toy mode, and even though he doesn't know that he's a toy, he just automatically, you know, he freezes. He's just, he's just automatically there. That, that's one thing. Maybe project. it's the evolution of toys. It's just, yeah. before toys would go around, well, you know, like yeah. Christmas, uh, that one Christmas movie, the Christmas toy. Oh, yeah! Yeah. They knew the rule. They didn't know the rule. Yeah, so they had the freeze. Maybe that was an evolution thing. And, and they have. Yeah. And they have. They could have played with that. They're yeah. like, hey, let's take this rule and, you know, just kind of really tweak it up. But also, too, that was a fucked up kids movie for a Christmas movie. It, it really was. A Christmas toy, yeah. That's going to be a whole other episode. That, that'll be another episode in the future, yeah. yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to look that up because I think I've only seen bits and pieces. But uh, I, I, do re- I do recall it kind of being mind, mind screwed. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, but, but back to the, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, there's the one, right? Yeah. I think, oh, I'm sorry, I just added, I thought of another one as yeah. I was thinking this one up. Okay. If, if I can remember it. Um, the second one is that, um, <clears throat> that, that, that he's a space ranger and, you know, the big giants come in and he sees the other natives doing it. Yeah. And as a space ranger, his responsibility is to just kind of acclimate. You know, logic. he's going to do it. always bring the logic into this. I have to bring it in <laughs> somewhere. This is how I get by, okay? Um, bring logic into Toy Story. I, I, it's it's fucking I, good yeah, show. But, I, you know, I read logic into all these, and but also too, you know what? Every time you read logic into the stuff, yeah. I, I forget to smile. <laughs> I, I know, I appreciate that. <laughs> I know because you're like, I can't believe you're fucking psyching out of Toy Story. I do too. I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna do this. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. If you listen, thank you. Well, yeah, thank you, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. So that was the thing that I think as responsibility as a thing you gotta acclimate to the natives, which yes. happen to be toys. Yeah, so exactly. the giant, for all they know, he could be god. They, they could be gods for yeah. all he knows. So it's like okay, they're going to move us around. They're going to treat us that way. Okay, it's fine. I'm with their culture. Oh, he's activating my space ray. Wait, shouldn't that have killed Woody? Okay, it didn't. Oh, maybe it, maybe he missed. Yeah, I mean I know because it clearly the light. Yeah, clearly the flashbulb hits him and Buzz wasn't paying attention that oh my laser didn't kill him. Oh. I thought of another one. Yeah. Uh, sorry, so that was his fourth. This is the third. Um, they he, he he's not thinking clearly anyway. Yeah. He acknowledges that at the very end he goes for the first time I am thinking clearly. He's just so caught up in the character that I mean he even tries to freaking fly and when he falls, oh shit, yeah. I broke my arm. Huh. Yeah, so well, that's he, kind of a messed up moment. For it, it is. It's it's a to to find out that the identity, oh, man, that humongous identity crisis. I mean, did Woody always know that he was a fucking toy? Did Woody ever have an identity crisis? Did did Bo realize that she was uh you know that she was a fractured toy? You know that she could like fracture herself? And God, Mr. Potato Head. Oh God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where you put my nose? What kind of identity crisis? Oh my God! My ear comes off! Oh my God! And where do you put the parts of Mr. Potato? Yeah, right up his ass. <laughs> So, where, where, where are you sticking my arm? Oh, my God. Now, the fourth one, and I do believe this is probably the most logical one, yeah. is the creators didn't even think about it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just past, it's a passed off thought. Well, it's like we, we're talking about with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. It's a kids movie. They, 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 the, the, the bottom line is I'm sure the creators, the writers, and whatever it is, didn't think about it. They, they weren't taking continuity into consideration. Well... And for the creators and everything, the, what the hell were their thoughts behind making Toy Story 3, one, so freaking depressing at some points, you know, and two, making the whole daycare thing like Schindler's Toy Box. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. That's what it should have been, Schindler's Toy Box. 
Yeah, because I'll be honest, I teared up during that fucking movie. Oh, we did? Yeah. I teared up several times. thing is, um, I, I, I think the number, the third one is kind of unagreeable. Now, I understand that he was planning on at least keeping Woody and then getting rid of the rest of the toys, yeah. but then Woody was magically in the box. He saw the girl light up. I like the, you know, I would uh, recommend the How It Should Have Ended. Oh, where yes. He goes, she goes, oh, only an idiot would give up these toys. He goes, you know what, fuck that. <laughs> and he boxes all the toys up and takes them to college room. He goes, I can't believe I almost got ready for you guys. Shut me up. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah and then they pop up going, yeah, we can talk this whole time. Ah! Oh, no, he, no, he's in college getting high for the first time. Oh, yeah. And then Buzz and Lee are like, let's fuck with him. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Now, that, now, start talking backwards. Yeah, are you kidding? Yeah, you know, the thing is, toy time or playtime would be more fun for the toys oh, yeah. than it would be the adults. All they have to do is wait for him to, yeah, to get to come on the truck. It's like, you know, I would love to hear him explain. There they are. They're just sitting there. You know, if they're mischievous enough, Buzz and Woody are just sitting there. And there he is on the phone going, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Ron. Well, I came home from the party last night, and I swear to God, my fucking toys were talking to me. And then Woody and Buzz just going, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You know? Send me one. Hey, Buzz, he, he's smoking out of that lamp again. Right? Right. Let's do it. Let's have one of our toy meetings. Let's do it. All right. Everybody line up. And there's, a, there, there's, there, there's Andy with just this dumbfounded look on his face while he just kind of eyes the joint and eyes his toys. And then Buzz is just giving Woody the eye like, Start talking about killing them. Yeah. <laughs> we get them tonight. We want we want your soul. <laughs> I mean, holy shit! We're just have that conversation. Uh, Woody, Buzz, and Andy are just sitting there in a, like a freaking circle, getting stone off their asses together. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, we watch you masturbate constantly. Yeah, yeah. You really need to get that check, dude, man. Woody, I fucking love you, man. Yeah. I fucking love you. I love you forever. No, I, love you um, I, I, well, I don't really agree with it because I didn't give up my toys. Yeah, me either. Dude. No, I, I didn't. I still have all of them. I still play with them. Lately, I've been cleaning out my closet. Going, holy shit, I still yeah. have this. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching the movie, and I just go, "What's the big deal? There's no problem. You're you're an adult." Come back from college, move into your house, bring it, have mom, your mom, store the toys up in the attic, everything will be fine. You come back from college and decide what you want to do from there. It's just like, all right, you know what, I'm going to display these. I mean, clearly, I'm glad he outgrew Bo. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame that Andy Potts couldn't return, but uh, for him to be an 18-year-old boy and still have the Bo... Well, he could have said his sister was playing with her. Yeah, yeah, what a thing. And because it basically... Woody yeah. loses his girl. He loses his pussy. <laughs> right, right. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Woody, Woody's getting with Blue. What was he gonna do? Hang, hang out with Buzz? He goes, yeah. "Fuck you guys. I'm gonna hang out with Andy." Yeah. He'll eventually get a blow up doll. I can. Yeah. I can. I can <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. I went back to sex toy story. Yeah. But um, that, that's my interjection. Do you have Do you have more on that with the whole freezing thing? Like the. Like no, how much you buy that. Also, too, it was just saying thinking about those different moments in the Toy Story movies. The the sentimental moments, like where Buzz falls, breaks his arm, oh, realizes yeah. I am a toy, and yeah. then also in Toy Story two, where you get that nice Sarah McLaughlin song about Jesse. Oh yeah, when she loved me. But depressing as fuck. They are. And then, of course, as we were just talking about, the, the third story one. box, the third one. Oh, especially the whole part. Oh my god, I thought they were gonna fucking die. Oh yeah, there it was all over. They're all holding their hands. They're about to be incinerated. I'm like. Is this is how it's going to end? I mean, it's That's all about Disney doing. Yeah, it started off all light and funny, but the thing is, you know, Disney has done some questionable shit. And considering how dark I know fairy tales are, well, like Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, this is 
like an out-of-the-box thing. Do you remember? The, you know, this part just, it popped in my head the other day where, you know, uh, not Stromboli, but the guy that looks a little bit like a clown and he runs the, the yeah. misfit place or whatever it you is. You all drunk and turn him in donkeys. And well, exactly. They get into a donkey. You know, he walks in and he goes, what's your name? And the one that goes, you know, right? It, it's, it's, it's not even a boy anymore. Yeah. Oh, oh, you Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, my name is Yaw. I'm Russian. I'm you. Yeah, so, but no. So, like saying, we had to interject humor in there. Yeah. But this part's kind of scary. After he realizes that, hey, there's nothing left to the thing, he rips off the human clothes and throws them with the rest of the doggies. Well, like, even talking about that, it kind of gives me an idea for our first sequel. Oh, yeah? What the fuck movie moments, kids edition. There you go. Uh, coming soon. Coming soon. That'll be uh, that'll be talked about. But very that, soon. Because, yeah, but, that, but that's messed up. Yeah, there's a lot of kids movies, like different stuff. Kids movies where you go, what the fuck? Is this <laughs> a kid? Yeah, and then he asks another one, and this one's still talking. Yeah. Going, my name's Alexander. I want my mama. And then he's got them rolled up on another side, you yeah. know, with whips and shit like that. I'm like, oh my god. And this is never resolved. Oh yeah, no, no. This is still doing. Yeah, yeah, because Pinocchio escapes, but what if? What, the fucking kids that got turned into donkeys. They 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 don't get saved. Donkey Jim, shows. Yeah, exactly. Jiminy just saves the one, but the part where he rips off the human cloak, that just stuck in and just disturbed the living hell out of me when I was a kid. Oh yeah. And it disturbs me now because I think I I think I know what he does with the donkeys. Yeah. So it's donkey uh, show. Yeah, the So that I'm is, not justifying we're not uh, just trying to get little boy donkey molestations. <laughs> <laughs> little boy donkey molestations is not our forte, but oh god, we went there. Yes, we did. <laughs> but, yeah. and Patrick Swayze still a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Right? All right, I'm gonna try to segue this the best I can. Go <laughs> away. Kids shows, donkey kids shows. Okay, so all right. Um, oh, fuck. Okay, the movie. We want to help. I know. <laughs> it's 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 paved with so much bad shit. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> fucking hey. Okay, the movie uh, that has another plot hole to me, and it just falls into the same vein of why the hell do they uh, do writers have to uh, complicate a simple concept? Yeah. Okay, this is how it goes with me. This is the Masters of the Universe. This is the He-Man movie. Oh, right? that's a good movie. Yeah, it is. It's a great movie. I enjoy it for what it is. Courtney Cox's early work. R- yes, exactly. And uh, you got uh, a Back to the Future alumni. Heat Lens Slacker! Yeah. Playing the same fucking role he played in Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> Time casting. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it is. I enjoyed him in that. And I enjoyed the movie for what it is. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, but they're, it's they're, a fun little romp, but the, the plot hole that I'm talking about is... Uh, well, I'm watching this. It's got Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. Oh, it's fine. Good role for him. Oh, yeah. And I understand that this is, uh, you know, uh, at a point where, okay, they're in Eternia. Really, really looks awesome, right? Yeah. Um, Especially for an 80s movie. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It looks pretty good. Um, th- my beef uh, with this is where the hell is Battle Cat? Uh, we have Man in Arms. We have Tila. We have those characters, but where the hell is his Battle Cat? And why the hell does he never revert to Prince Adam? Now, I wasn't eager to see him in his purple shorts and, you know, giving himself a manicure. Because, I mean, as much as he is the the awesomest... Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Going, God, I'm prettier than Tila. Yeah. I'm a pretty man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, 
Man of arms, bring one of your hands over here. I love all the little jokes that they have of him, Johnny Wolf. I'm going to use my superpowers. <laughs> but um, it just would have been nice if the movie acknowledged that uh, as Adam, he might be a little weaker. Maybe yeah. even have a different actor play him. Split personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, 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 just something a little different. Bring in a young Andy Dick. Okay, now that would have just ruined <laughs> Masters of the Universe even more. Now, I understand that they didn't put He-Man in the Masters of the Universe. That's kind of one thing that threw off a lot of kids, just called Masters of the Universe. Yeah. You know, uh, but uh, He-Man, He-Man is actually hardly in the movie. Yeah. Even though it's supposed to be He-Man. Why couldn't they write this? Son of a bitch. <laughs> you see, another... Okay. Um, the, the logic that I interjected in this movie yeah. was that, okay... Um, Skeletor, he has, he's invaded, and he's pretty much already, ta- uh, he's pretty much <coughs> taken care of, uh, I mean, he's, he's taken over Gr- Castle Grayskull. Yeah. The, uh, the Empress, or the, the uh, yeah, the Empress, I think her name is, the eagle chick? Yeah. Um, she's not as hot in this as she is in the cartoon. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and she's like rapidly aging, kind of sounds like Zordon from the Power Rangers yeah. movie. There's, there's a theme to these. Or that creepy uh, naked lady from Shiny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what she's turning into. Um, but okay, he's taking over Castle Grayskull, so it wouldn't really make much sense for He-Man to revert to Adam because right now He-Man is really needed. Yeah, everything's taken over. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so you know we got to turn you taken over. Okay, you know what? I can live without Prince Adam and Battle Cat. Maybe Battle Cat's wounded or something like that, and it's just him and a couple of Freedom Fighters left because Skeletor has taken over. Yeah, and he's not trying to take over. He has. So, okay. He has to be battle-ready, basically. Right, right. So they get introduced to this cosmic key bullshit that could, you know, open a door and probably turn the tides of battle. But what happens is it sends them to modern-day suburbia on Earth. So they go from Eternia to Earth, and most of the movie takes place on Earth. Granted, some of the fights, like I said, enjoy the movie for what it is. Oh, yeah. But I would have enjoyed a battle cat and panther fight. Oh, yeah. But... You know, I can understand that, you know, that kind of budget just... Yeah, it might have been special effects were, weren't there. Yeah, it, were, it, were, it, were, it wasn't there yet, but they were, they're definitely there today. We just need well, to ask there, there is that long gestating, I believe, Angley's the director that's still tied to... The, the He-Man movie. The He-Man movie. I know, I know, but it's one of those things that's in development hell, and yeah. until I see production shots, I can't really get behind it. That is true. I know the thing's there, but... What we gotta ask ourselves like is there a demand for it? I think there is. There could be, but you know that's where they that's where they get to, that's where Hollywood is. Is there is there a demand for it? We'll do it. Yeah. If not, we don't. And uh, they they're like, well, but the thing is, what will really keep them from probably making them a movie? Just like there'll probably not be another chance at a super another Super Mario Brothers movie done right. Yeah. Is because of the failed attempts. Yeah. They won't. They'll look at that and go, uh uh-uh, uh, as a reminder. That's and true. that's a bummer. And a lot of people look at the, you know, turn their nose up at them. Now, look, I turn up my nose to a point, but the thing is, I admire the movie for what it is. And if you t- uh, put it in a separate continuity, like I had to do with Power Rangers yeah, and, Super, and yeah. Mario Brothers, treat them as films by themselves and enjoy them for what they are as just, you know, different fun films. Exactly. And that's, that's the best, the best way any movie that can drive you nuts is... Yeah, and it was the best thing that I can uh, that I can do. Um, but th- those are my theories on it. I love I love the Skeletor makeup. A lot of people go, "Oh, geez, it's Spirit Gum." What are they expecting to eat? And the thing, yeah, what do they, they expect to do? Do they just want? It's better than a fucking skeleton puppet. Yeah, exactly. They could, yeah. 
They could have gone early Jeff Peterson from Craig Ferguson and yeah. had a metal head there. Did they want him to have the voice of... <laughs> <laughs> no, they had an actual Academy Award winning actor that took his performance. That's a creepy good it role. It was, especially when he turned into fucking Golden Shell Khan. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you remember, like he gets the he gets the gray skull thing. Now, I will I will admit, I do like the fact that at least the finale, even though most of the movie takes place uh, on Earth, yeah. uh, the finale does take place back in the yeah. He gives that classic shot of him on the mountain. Exactly, and it kind of has kind of a Flash Gordon feel to it. Yeah, <laughs> and if, if you're into cheese. Like yeah. I am, you know, you you it's like dripping. Oh yeah, you, you like this shit. It's nacho cheese. Yes. So, uh, do, do you have more to say on that? Oh, no, no, you, you, you hit all the points. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. But I liked. It was a decent movie for what it is, and they even left it open to you know, Skeletor comes in, he, you know, he come, emerges from water and says, "I'm, I'm back," and we never get the sequel. We never. Yeah, that, well, that's also too like that scene in general. That's an early. That's the earliest form of an Easter egg. <laughs> Yeah, not a lot of movies were doing that end of the credits stuff back then. No, but it it did, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I, you know, I understand what I would have liked to have seen, but what I got, I don't necessarily hate either. Yeah, it's just like uh, we said it, with potholes. It's just something yeah. where you're like, why yeah, did you? Yeah, it mind screwed me. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a minor issue. It just mind screwed me to the point of it's like I knew it was He Man. I saw the trailer. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh wow, they mentioned scale Skeletor and He Man. Ooh, that's gonna be awesome. I go to see the movie, and I'm like, it's okay, it's cool. But, you know, it was just like most of my thing. It was like I was afflicted by a lot of what my friends said. Oh, that movie sucked. But they wanted an actual pure transition, but no transition is pure. They wanted a stop-motion figure one. Yeah, (laughs) and no transition is pure, and I'll be talking about that on my next one. So it's your turn. This is going to be my finale. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, one of my favorite movies of all time is Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. And uh, there, there's a, there, there, there are a lot of uh, different uh, plot holes in those movies, but uh-huh. they're not in, like glaring ones where you're like, hey, wait a second, why is that in this, blah, blah, blah. Right. There's one that is kind of a subtle one where my simple mind kind of comes into play. Okay? Right. Is the fact that Marty's parents never really say, hey, you look a lot like our friend from high school, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and like I told you earlier, like, could it be the fact, like, maybe Marty's dad is thinking, wait, did she fuck Calvin behind my back? Yeah, it's and like, is that bitch sleeping around on yeah. me? Did she look up? Did she find Calvin? Did, did Calvin come into town and he had one of their special secret yeah. lunches? I mean, that's what it would have had to have been yeah. in order, because considering Marty is the youngest, yeah. and they had that little nod that at the very end, you know, she leaves, she goes, Marty, well, what a nice name. How come the first kid sends He's not named Marty. Marty. Yeah. Oh, they could have done that. Yeah. Where he been came been back. And his name's like, Yeah, their oldest son is named Marty now, and then uh, he, his name is Calvin. Yeah, that would be kind of a fucked up thing. Of course, you wonder what really screws me up now. I granted, his family has changed for the better, right? Yeah. But think of it this way. He comes back. The family he knew and loved is gone. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're don't all successful and everything. Yeah, don't you think that's a little jacked up? A little jacked up, yes, but also I mean, it's for the better. It is for the better. But he's got to re-get to know them. Exactly. His father's no longer a pussweed. Well, I guess could that's the true. factor be on that one with him returning to the future from the past, the fact that he would be born as Marty and everything mm-hmm. and basically have mm-hmm. all the memories going from where... His dad decides to man up, beat mm-hmm. up Beth, fall in love with 
his wife and everything, uh-huh. and then still have Marty and everything, would that mean that now he was a success from that point on? Ah. Like how Christopher yeah. Lloyd does the chalkboard demonstration of the alternate timeline. Yeah, he did. So that means they're successful, so he'll already know his family. Well, that's that's what they say, right? But yeah. the thing is, in the DeLorean, they exist outside of time. Yeah. So things don't affect them. Oh, that is true. And that that was something that happened when they left uh, they left Einstein uh, and Jennifer in the alternate torches. thing. Yeah. And he said, "Don't worry, it'll transform. It'll, it'll, it'll transform, it'll, around, it'll transform them. around them." And I'm like, well, "Why does that work? Uh, why does that work? Why are they why are they not affected when they're not in the DeLorean?" Exactly. And the thing is, there were time traveling movies that had like frequency. In yeah. the movie Frequency, he had both memories of his father still being alive, but he also remembered his father being dead. Yeah. But he also had a when when he changed history, strings of new memories came in, but he still had both. So it depends. You know, pick your sci-fi, you know, uh, thing. But I, I, you brought up a real good one there. I mean, yeah. I thought, okay, I assume he came back, and yeah, he's got his memories back. But of course, they em- emphasize that they are outside of time when they're in the DeLorean, yeah. so they're unaffected. So, and he also has to go. I mean, he does it three times with his mother. Oh, right. Why did you leave Dad for him? If he if he did, wouldn't he have known that something was fucked up and wrong the minute he got there? But also, too, I guess it could be looked at this way. He's returning to the future from the past. Yeah. He just got done time traveling. So whatever yeah. it's going to be he's walking in on yeah. is going to be like, okay, I'm ready for whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I love <laughs> and the way. It's like, okay, they're decent people now. Yeah. I'll roll with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I love the way they pulled, they, 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 they pulled this thing. You know, when, when they screwed up his past in 1985, killed his father. Yeah. And it was like a whole ghetto version of 1985. Yeah. And he goes back, well, it's simple. We'll go back to the future and we'll stop Ben from stealing DeLorean. He can't. Because we're, we're traveling from this That's point in time. This future. And we go into a future where he's married to your mother. Yeah. Yeah. And still and that didn't and still. happen. And the other ones, yeah. Isn't that a mind screw? But oh, I yeah. followed it. It was fun. Back to the future is awesome. Yeah. Back to the Future really did time travel right yes. for me, and uh, but it is just like you say, it's not without its faults. Yeah. Uh, you, but but you know that's this is where once again I try to interject my logic into <laughs> yeah. uh, into it, and I figure, okay, maybe. Um, uh, well, th- th- this is one thing, but if this was disproven in the third one. But this was my original theory that okay, he changed history. He goes back in time, but once he goes back to his regular timeline, all memories of Calvin Klein or, or Mar- the Marty that they knew, yeah. they're gone. However, he still changed history. Yeah. But he himself does not exist in the timeline, so therefore, all memory of him is gone. Right? That's true. That that that's one theory, and that's why they don't go. Well, gee whiz, he looks an awful lot like him. Yeah. Uh, the second theory was this. Now, this is what disproves. Brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. This is what disproves it because in the third one, he goes by the name of Clint Eastwood. Now they stop this one ravine from being called Clayton Ravine. Yeah. Because they saved the teacher named Clara Clayton from uh, from, from dying. So, yeah. oh my God, she was supposed to do do uh, do, do, do yeah. that. Yeah. And then they fucked that up and stuff like that. But instead, the train goes in the ravine and people believe that Clint Eastwood was on board the train. Yeah. So when he comes back, this is really subtle. When he comes back to 1985, he's going by the bridge and it says Eastwood Ravine. Oh. Yeah. Another one like that, like the very, very subtle, like yeah. Eastwood Ravine, which was yeah. great. Yeah. And the first one, when oh, yeah. they first initially go to the mall for uh, Doc's uh, uh, testing, and 
Oh, uh, yeah, the Marty, mind thing. The yeah, mind. Marty's there recording. When he first initially goes there, it shows up as Twin Pines Mall. Twin Pines. He returns from the future. It's Single Pines. That is hilarious. Yeah. It's subtle. I it's very subtle. They do a lot of really subtle things in those movies. Oh, yeah. You, you really have to be smart to pick them up. I mean, there's even foreshadowings of number three in there. Yeah. It's... The movie just... They, it was they were smart. ready for everything. They were very smart. Yeah. They tried to tie, some, tie up loose ends, and the thing is, the plot you're talking about really doesn't bother me that much, because yeah. it's just an enjoyable film. But... Yeah, I just like I said, it's like I a cynical think, side of, like, should they be like, hey, but it also kind of shows maybe his parents didn't really give a shit about their friend. It's kind of like the Superman raping thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, why doesn't Lois Lane go, when the hell did I... Fuck Superman. Yeah, exactly. Because the super kiss, kiss should have erased that entire thing. Except, ooh, ooh I left a little soldier. <laughs> Oops. There's but, a warning shot for you. Yeah. It's like, but, but, but you know, that's probably why she's so pissed at Superman. Like, I know you did something without my consent. Yeah. But, sorry to get off topic there. Uh, but no, um, I understand where you're coming from. Now, this was the third, uh, the third thing that I could uh, figure is that you know, just like most adults, it's like uh, they're they're in their for they're they're entering their late thirties, early forties. Do they really remember everything from high school? Exactly. You know, you know, it's just like I'm getting to that point where some stuff is like a uh, oh, yeah. a, a little hazy. But yeah. in, when you're in your twenties and you're just in college, oh yeah, high school is like everything. But yeah. the longer you are, it's like do you really look back and go, well, unless you're really sad, yeah. you know, it's like whoa, wow, I. Uh, I scored four consecutive touchdowns. That's nice, Dad. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, a Biff would probably be stuck in high school. I don't know. But uh, So it might have been like over the years after high school. Like, <laughs> I wonder whatever happened to Calvin. I wonder what happened to Calvin. Yeah, and they probably what don't. What was his name? Yeah, I think his name was Marty. I don't know. Why is there a kid named after him? What do you look like? You know, I don't really remember. Kind of looks like Marty a little bit, if I remember right. You know, maybe he does, and there could be a little temporal yeah, thing that... For whatever reason, in order to shield them, uh, or to shield the time, <laughs> here's one. Here's some screwed up logic, technologic for you. Maybe in order to keep time in flux, yeah, their minds are deliberately distorted because of the anomaly. Yeah, because time change has got to be a different. Well, you never know. Also, so. Doc might have something where he's like, "Oh, before we go." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had that sleep. There's, there's my thought on it. You, you got, you got that, more to contribute on that. No, that's it. That was about it on my finale of my plot holes. I love, I, I, I love, I love talking that. Okay. So with that, here comes my finale of why overcomplicate a simple concept. The movie I picked for this, and um, I know maybe you'll be surprised, maybe you won't, is Inspector Gadget. Not shocked. Not not terribly shocked. Yeah, yeah. I can see where you're probably going. see where I'm going with this. We're yeah. talking to Matthew Broderick one, right? Yes, yes, we are. We're talking about that one. Yeah. Um, it's a simple concept, and the thing is, I'm not against the whole. Okay, he used to be a guy named Joe Brown, and they kind of RoboCop it. Yeah. He gets injured, and they put things in his body. Uh, considering it's a little bit more credible than what the actual cartoons about when he was a baby. Yeah. They put all these. Gadgets in his body. Perfect. Truman showed it. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. So it's like, oh, one day you're going to be one hell of a crime fighter, or maybe the inventor was yeah, just like, bored. Yeah, I guess since you're doing this shit to me as a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, it was just a deep thing, you know. Uh, you know, I enjoyed, uh, you know, Inspector Gadget the cartoon. Um, I can understand. You know, it's stupid, but you know, it's it's supposed to be. Stupid. Oh yeah. You know, we got this guy with. 
unbelievable power, and the thing is, who always saves him? The dog and his uh, niece. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got all these gadgets. He should be the superhero, but he's... He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. No, he's not. And the, him being a bumbling buffoon, and them always, you know, giving him the credit. I like that. Yeah. Why couldn't they make a movie out of that? Um, it's, it's oddly enough... Yeah, more towards the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Instead, they, they, they went a little free. Now, look, he was kind of a... He was still a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Matthew Broderick is a good actor. Why the hell couldn't he pull this off? Could be bad writing, I'm I, sure. One, yeah, because mm-hmm. as soon as they showed Dr. Claus, kind of like... Oh, yeah. He's supposed to be a mystery in Rupert Everett. Yeah. Uh, as Dr. Claw. The British gay dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not... I mean, what happened to that? Yeah, exactly. What, what happened to that? I mean... Yeah. They they show the cat. They went at, yeah they show they just show the cat and show his Arm. ring finger and yeah. uh, the business suit they had it they had it just fine with the computer screen and there he is. Yeah. He, um, they, they they had it had a strong opening but then they they show it yeah. and maybe it could have been a shock that holy shit that's Doctor Claw but they didn't they didn't play around with that but that I don't know if I can contribute that to Disney or you know it might be Disney trying to I would almost say. It's kind of odd saying it towards uh, Inspector Gadget. Was yeah. buying Inspector Gadget. I know, I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And this is the thing that really bothered me is that even though he was a bumbling idiot, Inspector Gadget was too confident. Yeah. There was no brain. Penny was hardly involved. Yeah. Hardly involved. Yeah. I'm not saying she wasn't. She was involved, but yeah, not. Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, yeah. Where's the Where's her computer book that yeah. is now pretty much an iPad? Yeah, the, the iPad. The early iPad. It's funny. She had the first iPad. She had the first notebook. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um. Where Where is all that stuff? They They introduced the gadget watch, the nice little watch at the end credits. Yeah. Adventure's over. What's the fucking point? They teased us by throwing that in the trailer. It's like, oh, cool, they're going to have... No, they didn't have that. They didn't have the end. They have the gadget phone? Okay, cool, they have the gadget phone. Okay, he's fighting a bad gadget. That's cool. That's awesome. But it fell short. He was just not... He was too competent. Yeah. It's it's really sad that I'm going, Inspector Gadget should have been a bigger idiot than what he was. (laughs) That is true. Yeah, because it would have been closer to the cartoon. But I guess in its favor... They went, and this isn't a perfect transition either, but they got a whole lot closer with Inspector Gadget 2. That's in a lot. It is, because French Stewart um, played Inspector Gadget, and you know what? He did him the right way. I know, I know it is an odd thing to say, and his, you know, his chip is outdated, so his gadgets fuck up a lot, and it makes... It makes sense, but then he really starts to kick ass when he gets the updated chip, and he shows his gold when he needed to. You know, that that was where my stance is on that, but it was a simple enough concept. Why couldn't they make it more like the cartoon? And the difference between He-Man and Power Rangers and all that stuff there is the effects were there. Yeah, the effects were there at the time. Uh, you know, I was just so glad. You know, I, I will admit that I did geek out when they introduced my favorite gadget, which is the gadget copter. Oh, you, you gotta always have the gadget copter. Oh, yeah. And when they when they pulled the, that sucker out, I'm like, okay, oh, I'm happy. I'll give you that. You gave me the gadget copter. You. you fucked up everything else, but you know what? At least you ended the movie, both movies, with the gadget copter. Yeah. Which was my favorite gadget. No. I know, and that's isn't that weird to say. Well, that's one of the best gadgets, though. Too. It, it is. I always, in the cartoon, I always look for it. Come on, come on. That was the one I'd be using a lot. Yeah. They would jump out of the window and deliberately go, 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 gadget copter. You know? <laughs> 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 but I, I, I 
dork. I did enjoy the gadget oh, counter. Yeah. So, uh, do you have more to interject on no, that? You're hitting all the right points. So, I, just, I want to know if you had more to say about it. Or was there anything more that you that really disturbed you about it? But that's the Doctor Claw thing. You're yeah. not supposed to show Claw. Yeah. And also, too, if they would have looked at it right, don't show Doctor Claw throughout the movie. Show yeah. the hand and everything, the cap, the screens, and everything. Yeah. And then maybe you save it for the end of the credits. Exactly. Did you see the sequel? Right? Did you see no, the I did not actually. It looked s- bad to me. Oh well, if you see the sequel, it's funny. Like I said, when it tries to do upright, when Claw escapes from prison, they don't show his face, and he's played by an older guy. Good. Yeah, they only have him play, and it's like holy shit. Prison life has been really rough on Dr. Claw. Yeah. He looked like a little gay boy, you know, going in there. But when he comes out, you it, know. Your prison is harder than man. Oh, yeah. It's like, holy shit. Were you like somebody's prison bitch and now you're really roughed up? Yeah. I mean, he is older and the guy did a better job. And, he, you know, he's not to be taken seriously. Even his henchmen are like idiots. Uh, I would have really... I know it would have been a little much, but I would have enjoyed the mad agents. Oh, and yeah. And those little black tights and gray over things. Yeah. It's like, what are they? They're henchmen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it would be hilarious. You, you got source material to work from. Why exactly. Not? Why, not, why not use it? Um, I know that would just be totally stupid, but when, when, you're, when you're going to see something called Inspector Gadget yeah, in the first place... you're not going to be a Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't try to put this in real time. It's already a Disney movie. You're already putting in shit that's, you know, implausible. Yeah. Impossible shot from the cartoon. Okay, if, if we if there's people out there that are like, Inspector Gadget should have been more serious. You know what? Fuck it. Let's do oh. a reboot now and make it into like a born identity thing. Oh, jeez, yeah. That'd have to be kind of cool. I am going to smack the living shit out of somebody who says, you know what? I want to see a, a what well, we're gonna we're gonna revamp Inspector Gadget, but it's gonna be darker and grittier. Are you fucking kidding? Me? <laughs> somebody actually says that in Hollywood. Oh yeah. Somebody in that meeting should go. You know what? I quit. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, is this the Onion magazine? What the fuck? Greg, and Christian Bale is Corporal Cape Man. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we're going to go full circle on this and do a darker and grittier Inspector Gadget, make Christian Bale Inspector Gadget. <laughs> go, go, Gadget Helmet. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, Gadget fucking Helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go, go, Gadget Mobile. Oh, there's another thing. I hated the DL Hughley Mobile. Oh, yeah. Why the fuck couldn't the Gadget Mobile be more like... It didn't look like the cartoon. Now, look, I don't expect it to be a pure transition, but come on. Be on the ball. Yeah, Be on the thing. Okay, all right, we got the gadget mobile. It fucking talks, and it's voiced by Dale Hughley. Oh, look, it shoots out sponsors like Skittles and Coke. (laughs) Oh, look, McDonald's fries. Mm. Yeah, that's something I want in a car. You know, in the Happy Happy Meal, they were selling the gadget toy by the part, and you had to get all his parts to put them together. Fucking prick. Isn't that a little sick? You pricks. Yeah. <laughs> I only have a gadget head. <laughs> well, I'm going to want the rest of them. No, yeah. you're only fat as is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No. No extra fries and no no gadget pelvis for you. I want a gadget pelvis. I want gadget pelvis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom had to say no to gadget pelvis. <laughs> gadget pelvis. Yeah. Way to end any kind of show. <laughs> Go to Gadget Palace! Yeah. Oh, wowzers! And that's in the, the vivid uh, porno version of Inspector Gadget, because you know there is one. Go to Gadget Cock. So, anyways, okay. that's the end of uh, episode 37 of Nowhere California. By the time you hear this, we will be coming back from the Days of the Dead convention with a whole, hopefully a whole shitload of fun. Uh, I, I hope so. Yeah. This is our first convention. I really hope I don't come back like, 
Oh man, that was terrible. Heather Lightning can't punch me in the balls. Oh man. man. Well, man, I don't. I, I'll be lucky if I even get that close. <laughs> I'll be bragging about that. I'm like Nancy kicked me in the balls. You know. Anyways, as we end everything, is our stupid game, and we're finally going to shelve uh, ABC movie titles. For, for now, for now. That's what we've been doing. We've been doing it nonstop. Uh, yeah. we still got that one episode we got to do where it's completely ABC movie titles. Yes. See how long we can roll with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this time we're going to bring you back uh, silly-ass acronyms yep. with the letters P-I-L-E. Yes. Pile. Pile. As in the pile of shit. Yeah, we're about we just, to speed. We just threw it, you guys. So. Yes. All right. So I guess I'll start. Okay. People in living environment. Simple. Yeah, it is. Peter ingested Lysol encapsuled. <laughs> uh, to me. Uh, like, no, yeah, 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 encapsuled. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay, <laughs> I'll just give that one to you. Thank you. No problem. Um, uh, oh, uh, piss in llama eggs. Prickly intestines lined Esther. Probably isn't loving everybody. Prod inside Lester's direction. Pop it! Let me eat! Potter intels Lucifer's direction. <laughs> Poop isn't love, it's excrement. You planned this shit, didn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Say it one more time. Poop isn't love, it's excrement. We're solidified. This is Delaware, California. Thank you for listening. We'll see you at Why Not. <laughs>